I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Honestly, I had very few experience in Italy, but what I had like feeling, I think that here in general, people are more polite and educated okay. compared to many parts of Europe. Uh, this for work and also for like outside the work, like personality. Claudia has come all the way from Italy to live in Ireland for a few years. She arrived to Dublin four months ago, so she is able to give us a newcomer's perspective on the city. We chat about her opinion on work culture in Ireland, what she likes to do here in her spare time, and how she was going about making new friends and new connections in the city. I have to say, I really admire her bravery to come and talk to us in her second language after only four months of being in Dublin. Thanks a mil for joining us on the podcast, Claudia, and to you, the listener, I can't express enough how grateful we are for your support. And now, here's the conversation we had with Claudia. I've never been to Cinque, Cinque Terre, but uh, yes, in Liguria, yes. I went like, for a weekend with my sister. Uh-huh was very good yeah like it it was just for us it was like the perfect holiday because or i think particularly me and because i don't really like just going on holidays and like lying on a beach or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm also not super into going to museums i don't really like a lot of stuff (laughs) but um that just like the food obviously that was there and then you, you go on a beautiful hike from the one town to the next town, amazing coastal views, beautiful seaside, like, oh, it was unbelievable. But I also used to have a, I used to be an English teacher, um, and I had a student called Diego. He is one guy that I, I remember, like, we became, he was a student of mine, but we became friends. Like, he just started telling me about his life, and then I started telling him about my life. Um, and he was from Turin, and he just gave me this very romantic idea of Turin. And he was yes. like saying, it's it's the new Milan. You know, mm-hmm. it's it obviously has a reputation of being this really industrial city. But he's saying it's changing and it's evolving. And I've always really wanted to go because of that. Uh, yes, I really like Turin. Um, I think that I like more Turin than Milan. Because uh, Milan is a very, uh, very big city and international. So you can find what really you want. Instead, in Turin, you you have the feeling of Italian architecture, mm. Italian environment, mm. and so I really like Turin. Like the elegance of Turin, I cannot find in Milan. Mm. And also, like uh, the city is quite uh, smaller compared to Milan. Mm. So you can have a very good walking. It's not so busy as Milan. So, so I understand correctly, you were living in, in Turin before you moved to Dublin? Uh, basically, I did my bachelor in Turin okay. and my master in Milano. Okay. 
then I quite work a few months in Milano uh -huh. and then I apply for the job of my company okay my actual company uh -huh. but uh, I wasn't really sure that I would like to move so I said last I can work remotely they said to me okay uh, but then uh, I realized that uh, I need something more uh -huh. and I decided to move okay and then uh, I start to say I really like Dublin I don't want to be back all right okay so how did that happen <laughs> And basically, I decided to move permanently here after like almost two months that I was here. That's uh, interesting because a lot of people have when they come to Dublin for the first few months, it's the total opposite experience. Maybe after one year or a little bit longer, they're like, oh, OK, I like it now. But for the first, you know, three, four months, because, you know, you have the stereotypical things like it's hard to find accommodation. Uh, the weather is really crap. So how did you kind of circumnavigate those like how come you didn't uh, experience that basically uh for the accommodation was so completely true in the sense that was really difficult for me but i decided that uh, i move when i found an accommodation because I, I didn't want the stress to random search a place yeah so basically i apply for all the house possible all the place available yeah I just take the first one they said to me okay that seems okay but without any like too much filter okay but you didn't like so you said okay but you didn't know where that place was you didn't know uh, I make like uh, <clears throat> I said like the place could be quite near to my office like maybe 30 minutes with Luas so I said uh, I am okay uh, so I said uh, just take this and see what's happened and then I move. Okay. Uh, the weather, honestly, is not like the best weather I can... Of course. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> the sky is very clean mm. and there's no fog. Okay. So compare maybe to very big city, you can at least uh, uh, have no fog and uh, yes, it's very windy. Yeah. Uh, but the rain is very light. Yeah. No, and heavy, <clears throat> and heavy rain for like a lot of days. So yeah. yes, it's cold, but uh, it's not like uh, unbelievable. No. It's also winter, right? Yes, I mean, exactly. it's kind of supposed to be cold right now. Um. So if you were talking, say, to a friend who was like, "Oh, Claudia, I'm gonna go visit you in Dublin." What would you think? I was like, okay, I'm going to do this with you. What is? What are some of the things that you would like to do with that person here? Mm, I would like to bring uh, someone uh, maybe in some pub because I think that uh, maybe drink beer is part of the culture. Of course. <laughs> uh, then, uh, I don't know, um, have a very good walking and then uh, do some hiking. Yeah. Actually, my sister and another friend uh, will come in the end of January and we I, I plan to do something like that. Yeah. So you should, if you can. Um, so how long have you actually been here in total? Uh, four months. Only four months? Yes. Oh, okay. I assume you're very new, so which is which is good. Um, like some of the people we've spoken to before have been here, you know, a few years. They're accustomed to it they're used to it now at this point so it's interesting to hear your perspective um but you should try and get outside of dublin to do hikes as well okay. when i say outside of dublin i mean like wicklow is quite easy to access you can actually get public transport there as well just some of the places um so there's some really cool hikes that you can do in wicklow um beautiful hikes especially this time of year as well it will in winter and in in summer is beautiful obviously too but I actually quite like it in winter. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's really fresh, as you say. The air is perfect. It's just a nice experience and kind of getting out of the city is always a good idea too. Because at the end of the day, I think in Dublin, it is just another city, a European city. Of course, there's differences. It's very different to cities in, in Italy, but at the same time, you have your like Grafton streets with like Zara and all of these shops that you have in every other city in Europe. Um, 
So getting outside of Dublin, I think, is always a really good thing to do. Do you have plans to, to travel Ireland while you're here? I plan to do. <clears throat> I still don't have like uh, so many times to go outside Dublin because uh, I had to do an exam to be to become a chartered engineer. So basically in the afternoon I had to study before. Okay. And I was free just the evening and some days. But uh, yes, I really would like, for example, uh, the Cliff of Moms. Cliffs of Moor, yeah. Yeah, or uh, other place that many friends, Italian friends, suggested me to go. Yeah. So it's the right time now. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, do you know Simone? I think this is how we came in contact. Simone, who was on our podcast before. Yes, 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 yes I know him because I randomly um, see the po uh, the podcast and like uh, I wanted to understand uh, uh, like uh, the situation. I mean, not the situation, but. Uh, uh i think it's very cool to do a podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think i think so too um he was great i'm wondering is there so i don't know that many italians in dublin i know there are a lot of italians in dublin uh, but i don't actually know that many um i know more of the the spanish community and that's a what, what i would say is a strong community you know they have their whatsapp groups their facebook groups um, a lot of Spanish people, as you probably notice, are they stick with each other. Is it the same with Italians? I've, I haven't noticed that as much. Mm, honestly, not for me in the sense that um, I really don't want to make the filter that uh, I'm, I want to meet uh, only Italian. So mm -hmm. everything is for me the same. And also like I think that uh, <clears throat> no other culture in like so international city could be an advantage also for like for me yeah i know more spain people mm. or uh, yes so mainly are from spain chile and something like latin culture yeah uh, but like i mean when i came here i said that the language could be not a filter and like the culture uh, the same because otherwise uh, it's like uh, being in Italy. Even. Yes. Yeah, of course. It's you're not having an authentic experience. Exactly. Um, I'm interested to know a little bit about what you think of the, um, the working culture in Ireland. I mean, obviously you, you're preparing yourself to have a, a very good profession. Um, I think at the moment in Dublin, there's quite a lot of opportunities in, in, in your area. Um, is there a difference in in the working culture between where you were in Italy compared to here? Mm, honestly, I had very few experience in Italy, but what I had like feeling, I think that here in general, people are more polite and educated okay. compared to many parts of Europe. Uh, this for work and also for like outside the work, like personality. Uh, this is a very big advantage. And also for young people, I think that uh, that have no experience of work. Uh, the title is uh, much more recognized compared to the one you can find in Italy. Okay. So in terms of responsibility, in terms of uh, uh, I don't know, quite salary, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the moment, it's quite, let's see how long that lasts. But at the moment, it's quite good. Um, don't forget to have your beer. I feel like I'm taking you away from it. It's, uh, it's, I'm really jealous because they have nice beers here. Um, like before we started recording in the Black Sheep, I actually used to enjoy just coming here anyway as a, as a customer uh, so it's quite nice to be here and to be able to, to have a beer because they make obviously I don't know if you know but that mm, company Galway Bay um, it's called Galway Bay Brewery they make all of their own beers so for example you can't find that beer um, in most pubs around Dublin they have specific pubs where they sell those beers um, that's nice especially if you like 
uh, IPA beer, which uh, I do. You know that became uh, uh, before came here. I said I don't like beer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what <know>. happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> happened that in my life I only drink uh, Campari wine uh, spritz. Mm -hmm. Then uh, when I came here, like all the people drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, or I am uh, an immigrant, or like I have to start to drink beer. And actually, the beer is very good compared to Italy. There are many choices and I really like now. Yeah. So well, there, that's the thing. There is a lot of choice, but there are some really nice Italian beers as well. Peroni is a good beer. <laughs> Moretti is a good beer as well. Um, I like those types of beers. Um, but yeah, obviously in Dublin, it's there's a lot of different choice. And also if it's probably better value yes, to yeah. have a beer than it is to have a Campari spritz, for example probably pay seven eight euros for that but a pint is like five or six so yeah it's a it's a good choice to be able to kind of just chill out and have a beer um have you had a pint of guinness yet i tried honestly it's not exactly my <laughs> perfect beer because it's very dark and strong yeah but it's fine and also like when i came for holidays i tried one time a, a guinness in italy and it was very bad. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. Totally uh, different. Yeah, it's it does not travel well at all. Um, even in the UK, it tastes different. Just whatever it is about. I mean, a lot of people will say that anyway. Even beers from, let's say, Spain, they don't taste the same in Ireland. Or I actually tasted Heineken in the United States. That was like a totally different beer. So it's, it's weird how, how that can affect it. Probably if somebody drinks a lot of Moretti, they would be like, come here and they taste it. And they're like, oh, this is totally different. Um, what you say about being educated and polite, though, um, obviously is a cultural thing. Because, I mean, I, I know like people in Italy, for example, they might be more outspoken. They might be, you know, loud uh, using none of their hands a lot. Yes. Um, I know this is more stereotypical of people in the south of Italy, for example, than mm. it is maybe in the north. But still, I think in the north, people are quite animated. Um, which I think, obviously, we don't have here. And I don't know if that's why you think it's more polite. Mm. In what uh, you are used to write or like... Uh, mm. I don't know. Um, be able, um, for example, in my work, uh, um, maybe I don't do always 100% uh, correct. Mm -hmm. And uh, people said to me, you can improve, mm -hmm. you can do better. Mm -hmm. Or it's good, not 100%, no? Okay. Not never say, oh, you did a very big mistake or something like that. Yeah. And also, like, uh, <clears throat> outside, like, in our relationship with friends and so on, I feel like people more uh, um, ready to understand you, to reply in a very good way, uh, not in a rude way. Uh, and that uh, can happen, uh, ma happen many times when mm. I was here. That's good. I'm glad that you've had that. What, can I ask what part of Dublin that you're, you spend most of your time? But in general, in Temple Bar, like for yeah. about south uh, in the center. Uh -huh. I live like uh, in, uh, in quite in the north. Okay. But like not so far from here, like 20 minutes by work. Okay, not too bad. Um, yeah, you have to get outside of Temple Bar as well. You're paying uh, tourist prices in, in Temple Bar. Well, which place you suggest? Um, well, like when you well, if you want to have a a more authentic pub experience, I think places on Baggett Street um, are a little bit better than Temple Bar. So you have the likes of O'Donoghue's Bar. Um, you have Oh, what's the name of the other? Toners. Basically, if you go to Baggett Street, so if you go up Grafton Street and you have St. Stephen's Green Shopping Centre on your right, excuse me, and then you take a left um, going down 
towards like beside the park and keep walking straight down that turns into Baggett Street and all along that street you have like at the beginning of it you have about four or five pubs on both sides of the road um, and let's just say a lot more Irish people actually drink there because if you go into Temple Bar of course there are Irish people there but it's not it's not a real like you don't nobody goes finishes work and goes let's go to Temple Bar for a pint that just doesn't happen um, they'll, they'll go to those pubs on Baggett Street or, or in different parts of the city but Temple Bar is just it's built for tourism um, I know it seems like more authentic and maybe at, at one point 20 or 30 years ago it was quite authentic but at this point it, it's not anymore um, so I recommend that you go go there especially if you have um, friends you said your sister is coming you said your sister is going to come to visit yes. you yeah um, so there's a bar also in Smithfield do you know Smithfield it's Dublin 7 and in Smithfield there's a bar called the Cobblestone um, and it's like it doesn't look nice in any way but um, you have inside like really good traditional Irish music of most nights of the week, I think, as far as I can remember. But if you just check out their Facebook, they put up information um, on when they have live music. I really recommend that place. It's got a really nice community in there um, and it's, it's, a good, it's a good pub. We go. Yeah, I know you're not a fan of Guinness, but it also has a nice point of Guinness. Uh, I open to try other beers. Listen, if you plan to be here for more than a year, I'd say after a year you might start to like Guinness. It, it can happen. Listen, you're starting with this beer. I know that you say Guinness is strong, but it's only strong in taste. It's not actually stronger in alcohol. Actually, that, that beer you're drinking now is stronger in alcohol than Guinness. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but Guinness is only 4.2%. It's not that strong. It's like, a, it's like Moretti is like Peroni. This one's probably about five point something. Peroni and Moretti is so commercial in Italy, like the real beers, like many people in Italy drink maybe something more um, um, made or something like that. Yeah. So like Peroni and Moretti are very commercial and say it's not the real beer. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Okay, I can... Anyway, I enjoy it. <laughs> um, the next time I go to Italy, I'll have to try a few a few more different types of beers. How long do you actually think you're going to be here? <clears throat> I don't have a realistic deadline. Okay. But uh, I think like a couple of years. Okay. Something great. like that. So yeah. we'll see what's happening. Like I think that uh, every time I design my life for many long time, I change my mind and something yeah, of happens. It's so. Normal when I just take the feelings and go ahead. Yeah. But at least a couple of years uh, could be good. Have you experienced any uh, difficult moments uh, in Dublin so far? I mean, maybe being away from family or? Uh, yes, that was uh, the trickiest part because uh, mm, I had, uh, I was very lucky and like my family always like is like typical Italian family, so very, very close. Yeah. Uh, and many times I said like, uh, oh, they, I miss, I miss them. But uh, I know that uh, I did this for myself, and so they are always behind my shoulder. Mm. So uh, yes, I miss, and I came back when I want. <laughs> For a weekend or like uh, they can come yeah so like we, we could find a compromise if you want no hmm. when you said to me at the beginning of the conversation that you you were studying and then you had the idea of starting work in italy but you said you wanted more what what exactly do you mean by wanting more is it that you want that a challenge um is it that you want to improve and practice and become proficient in English? What, what, what is the more that you want? What are you looking for? Mm. Uh, 
for sure i think that uh, no many languages is a good advantages for careers yes um i actually wanted more for my work in the sense that uh, i really like the company i'm actually having which is, is a very important one yeah i came here mainly i think for myself to grow like not only as a worker but as a woman mm -hmm. so basically to become more open to to know people yeah to to understand what happened living abroad to yeah. know other culture yeah so that's uh, the what make the difference in the decision to came here mm. because uh, <clears throat> i think uh, i have a life a life to live in italy and i now is the moment to live uh, in dublin okay so you feel like probably you you're gonna live the rest of your life in italy anyway now is my opportunity to experience something different exactly yeah and also like uh, you know that um when you live in maybe in uh, always in your country you live always in a comfort zone and you don't know what could be how you can change yeah yeah um you live with uh, your friends of life that are always here and you're not uh, become a player on another like game yeah. to to know other people to to understand uh, other things maybe you don't like but at least you know is there anything that you when you were before you came and you had like these thoughts of traveling and being abroad and experiences is there anything that has surprised you that maybe that you've felt that you didn't expect to feel or is there anything that has disappointed you you're like oh i thought i thought this was going to be more different or mm. that is a that i disappointed no mm. in the sense that uh, mm, i really like my way here mm. I really find what I want. Mm. Um, how, I felt surprised how I can become. Uh, I can go. I can become more open. I can. I don't have any more fears to to ask to to other friends to meet or like how I uh, saw the things in a different way. Mm. For example, um, take uh, take something easier and how it's gone without like not uh, not uh, without labels. For example, that maybe uh, when I was in Italy, sometimes I feel like uh, oh I have to do this because uh, there is a label that I have to do. Okay. And now I feel more free. Okay. Um. That I remember having some similar experience when I was younger. Um, so maybe something similar to what your age is. I don't know. I'm not going to ask you your age, but um, even though those first experiences of, of going abroad and away from your friends and your family. Um, and as you say, you are a certain person with your friends, you know, you're the Claudia that your friends know, and that might be the funny person, the the smart person, whatever it is. Um, and also with your family, maybe you're the eldest, maybe you're the youngest, maybe you're the one in the middle, um, maybe you're the one that always does the shop, you know, whatever it might be. And then when you come away from all of that and people don't know you and you have to you can actually choose to be a totally different person if you want or what most people you have to actually discover who you actually are um because nobody has any idea of who you are so that that it's 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 a really nice thing but it's also kind of difficult i find it difficult because sometimes you might be with a group of people and 
for me so i would say like a stupid joke that's kind of not funny but funny i don't know <laughs> and people don't know if i'm being serious or because they don't like maybe with my group of friends i was the guy that never really says anything very serious so people might laugh but if you're with a new group of people they'd be like should i take that guy seriously or or not and yeah. um, so it can be a, a good experience and, and a hard experience as well i think depends uh, how you feel uh, when you decide to move no yeah yeah and honestly like uh, <clears throat> yes it's a matter that uh, you can decide uh, i think that the personality will be the same of course honestly you cannot like become the opposite mm. uh, but uh, i don't know feel more free take the stuff easier um decide by yourself yeah so that's very good do you have brothers or you have one sister but is, do you have a big family or i have just one sister older than me okay and uh, she live in milan okay but um it's like even like my friends in the sense that we go out together we do, we do a lot of stuff together actually we are very i feel we are very closed are you close in age to her how old uh yes actually i'm 25. okay all right okay <laughs> <laughs> and my sister is uh, three years older than me three years okay so it's a it's a nice age difference like you're, yes. you're more or less the same age really um yeah because obviously like your place in a family and and your relationship with a family can actually impact your experience in a different country a lot like you'll see some people who for example are on the phone to their mother or their father every single day of the week and sometimes i think psychologically they're more in their own country than they are in the country that they currently are in you know they're finding it difficult to come away from that family connection or the friend connection and to really embrace the experience of right now I'm here and I need to make my friendships here and my groups here and find my communities here. And some people find it really difficult in Dublin to find, uh, I think everywhere, but because I only speak to people moving in Dublin, um, they find it difficult to find a community here. Have you found it hard to meet people? Um honestly great but um, I mean I think that uh, meet, meet people uh, is easy then become friends become like uh, quite mm. different no okay so uh, I am in the way that I want to build something and uh, real friends of course I cannot cannot be like in a day yeah or like in a month but I, I am in the right way yeah then I decide uh, for example um, you can meet many people and like uh, maybe are not uh, don't fit for you and you decide to to meet again other one so it's very easy to find something and that can fit like uh, your the, your interest yeah what you want um, and so on so uh, uh yes like uh find your friendship is very is not maybe so easy depends of how you open open you are how you how flexible you are uh have you but but it's challenge no make you like uh alive yeah absolutely <clears throat> is there any specific like um platforms or ways that you use like some people use facebook groups or some people use um the applicate app meetup um yes meetup for example um and is there good kind of i actually haven't used it in dublin is there good groups that you can yes it's a good group so for example i really like running ah so good. that's a very good group for running mm. there was a group i saw that my friend was trying to get me to go to it last year but uh, I decided not to do it when I saw the times that they were running. And I was like, <laughs> I well, know, that I sounds know. a little bit fast for me. Um, 
but it sounded like a cool idea. Uh, and the idea was I'd meet up in the city, go for a run and then have a coffee afterwards. You know, very simple. I can't remember what the name of the running group was called. Um, but it's, it is a nice way to, to get to know people. Yes. There's also um, the park runs every Saturday morning. Yes, exactly. Here, the people are very sporty. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. That's very good. Yeah. But like uh, more than uh, what I have seen to Italy. Huh. Why can't we win any football games then? Sorry? Right. I had ice in my mouth. I was saying, why can't we win any football games? <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe they're into fitness, maybe, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Running. Uh, also, I don't know, I never been, I never seen a, a rugby player mm. before came here. And mm. what the fuck is a new? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is a real sport? Because in Italy we are very, very bad in rugby, no? Yeah, I actually played rugby in Italy before. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, as a young, I was like 14. Um, but yeah, it was a, a, f a funny experience. I think it was the first time I was drunk. It was the I've said this story on the podcast before, so I won't say it again. But uh, it was a it was a nice experience to go over there. It was my first time, obviously, in Italy. Um, but yeah, rugby here is it's hard to explain. Um, a bit like you said, there's different communities for different sports. Um, so, for example, when I was growing up. You had to choose, right? There was what we have is, I don't know if you know any Irish sports, but we have Gaelic football uh, and hurling. So the sport I always loved to watch was football. I loved watching like Liverpool and these teams play on, on TV, but I wasn't allowed to play. <clears throat> uh, I wasn't allowed to play football or soccer because it was at the same time as Gaelic football. And let's just say traditionally my family was like a Gaelic football family. Like it's an Irish sport. We want you to do Irish cultural things. And I'm, I'm obviously grateful for that. But um, you in, in the place where I grew up, there was the Gaelic football community and then there was the rugby community. And they didn't mix with each other. I'm obviously being extreme, but in terms of the clubs, it was like the rugby club and then you have the Gaelic football club and... There was a bar in each of those clubs and some people always went to the bar in the Gaelic football club and other people went to the bar in the rugby club. So um, although those communities are very, very strong, I always felt that it was, I don't like the word club anymore because it feels like, I was like, oh no, that person's in the rugby club or that person's in the Gaelic football club or tennis club and things. I, d I don't see those kind of divisions in other countries and it might have had to do with our history in terms of Catholics and Protestants and these types of things because rugby is let's just say it's an English game so it's more of a Protestant sport whereas obviously Gaelic football is more of a Catholic sport so nowadays that doesn't matter but you still see a little bit of a division maybe between those I, I have to watch uh, other uh, other game of both of them yeah, and yeah. decide. Yeah, well, in the summertime you'll see uh, Gaelic football and hurling because in the summertime is when they have the uh, big competition and it's it's good fun. There's a stadium called Crow Park. And it's a big stadium. It's got like eighty something thousand people can go there. And, and Gaelic football and hurling is an amateur sport. Like, it's not professional. So that they have that huge stadium for this sport is, is quite... It shows you the power of the community that they have. There's a big, big strength in that community. Also hockey. Hockey. Um, do you mean hurling? Mm -hmm. It's got a stick? Yes. Yeah. It's different to hockey. <laughs> <laughs> because you can have the ball in your hand, for example. Okay. And it's, it's probably more physical. I would like to, to see it. Yeah, you should. It's really good. Because uh, I, I, I was always sporty. And I play, I think that it's very good to, to, to share like moment for sports together. Like uh, I played volleyball for like more than 10 years. Okay. And I think uh, 
this is important also like to i don't know to make friends to to grow to to have something uh, that you are interested apart from work yeah so were you encouraged as a young person by your parents to play sport or to do some kind of activity my family said to me you have to do something okay <laughs> uh, because also my my father was a very good uh, basketball player uh, okay but they give me the choice you can choose what you want yeah and i decided volleyball i feel very good uh, and i play for all of my during my middle school my elementary school my high school and then when i was in university maybe just uh, beach volley mm. which is anyway good we actually play volleyball uh, during the summer like maybe when you are in vacation just for fun okay yeah, I've I've never really played volleyball before, apart from you know just for fun on the beach or whatever. Uh, but it seems like quite a, a a cool sport. I think it's also good that your parents encouraged you to do some type of sport outside of. Otherwise, it becomes like you become very focused on something academic, or or the alternative, you get into like drinking and smoking, and it kind of takes you away from like a, a good line, a good focus of, um, or good track, let's say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I always think that, um, I think, for example, the career is fundamental mm. for, for me. Mm -hmm. But uh, my life, I mean, uh, my life could not be only work, but I want something else. I mean, so a balance between your private life, your work, your interest, you're like uh, just desired is like fundamental to to live uh, in a healthy way, no? Yeah. And also when you put only your stress in one way, is too much. Yeah. So mm. that's why I think is sports is very good because yeah. maybe you have your own goal. Maybe now I, for example, after the Christmas holiday, and what uh, all the food I ate in Italy, I really need to go to the gym. <laughs> Yeah, you and me both. Yeah. But uh, I mean, just I might say, just we need a balance. Yeah, absolutely. You need to be able to go out and enjoy yourself too, and I think that's important. I think if you're too much focused on going to the gym, you know what you're eating all the time, what you're you're doing in your life. I think that's also unhealthy. Um, I know some people who went maybe down that line before too and they'd be talking to me it's like oh i had this amount of calories and i think if he's listening to this he'll probably know who he is but um i, don't, I think he'll, he'll say the same thing now where he's like no i got way too obsessed with the calories that i eat the workouts that i'm doing and i stopped having fun basically um exactly and i think that's also unhealthy too because in his head he might have looked amazing but in his head, I don't think he was very happy because uh, he was all the time thinking of restricting himself and, and, and that type of stuff. Um, so are you in any particular running club? I'm actually stopped because uh, the ones that time me, um, they run very fast. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> but in my, I, I did like um, a list of stuff I want to do the next year, like my, my goals, and one of them is like to do a marathon uh-huh great which is like a very very uh heavy goals do you mean next year as in 2024 or mm. this year 2023 mm, could be like uh both of them maybe last last months of 2023 yeah the dublin marathon is in october yes <laughs> but i am afraid because uh, i did the summer race like just for joking in italy yeah. But they are like at maximum uh, 50 kilometers. So. 50 kilometers? No, no, no. 15. Uh, 15. Uh, so, did 42 is very huge for me. But I want to train for that. Yeah, you need a lot of time to, to train for it. I've never done a marathon before. I've done a half marathon. And I remember when I did it, I was like, I'll never ever do something like this again. Um, no. <laughs> But I'm actually thinking of doing it again. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. 
I'm thinking of it. Maybe half marathon. Half marathon I can do. Yeah. It sounds easier than it is. <laughs> <laughs> My problem the last time I did is I didn't train enough for it. You I do know. need to train. But at least you can walk. You can walk. You know what? But it's it's one of those things that... Like, when's the last time you walked uh, 21 kilometers? You know, even to walk it is hard. Because... I kind of my logic at the time when I did it was ah I don't I can go at a certain speed and I can just keep going I don't get tired which is true but then your legs also they're they're not used to doing that type of distance so at some point your legs start to go no no we want to stop now <laughs> and then you're like oh no I, my legs have stopped working what's going on I need to train with someone yeah exactly if you if you have that routine of like going out and training then it, it might actually help you yeah so you're you came here you said four months ago you've got your full year 2023 uh, in front of you do you have any other goals for 2023 that involve Dublin or involve Ireland mm. For example, I would like to learn another language because I have friends from Spain uh -huh. and I really would like to know um, their language because uh, I think that people that uh, speak the, the native language, you can understand more the personality mm -hmm. compared to like uh, international, uh, international English. So that's why I want to... I can't remember, um, maybe you know, like for anybody who's listening, Monica is also here in the background, but um, I can't remember if it's easier for a Spanish person to learn Italian or an Italian person to learn Spanish or it's more or less the same? I think it's the same. Yeah. Honestly, for me, it's the easiest language I can learn. Yeah. That's why I want well, even like, cause I can speak a little bit of Spanish. I've even heard conversations in Italian and I can't understand all of it. And sometimes I understand nothing. And then sometimes I can actually understand okay. some things just from the similarities of the, yes, exactly. of the language. Um, it's um, a beautiful language, Italian though. I'd love to be able to speak Italian. I think my, we could do an exchange. Uh huh? We could do an exchange. A language exchange. Yeah. Yeah. We should practice. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me to learn Italian would be like from zero, but um, maybe Monica can jump in there. I, my ambition, I don't think, is really to learn Italian at this time yet, but um, yeah, Spanish there you go. It's also very nice uh, to speak other language compared to your native. Yes. Because I don't know, you feel like more involved, I don't know. Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, from... From my experience being abroad and when I first went to Spain, for example, I didn't speak any Spanish at all. And then maybe for my, because it did take me a good two years to really be able to understand things properly, you know, like to be able to watch TV shows and to talk to it about a person and to get into cultural things. And to be, I think it made a huge difference to me. Like I am lucky to be able to say that I have friends from Spain. And I don't know if I would have had those friends if I didn't learn a little bit of Spanish. You know, they were very nice and always spoke to me in English, but sometimes they're just like, oh, that's some other speak Spanish point. now. Yeah. In the sense that, um, for example, uh, I have a lot of friends uh, from Italy that, are inter that uh, came from other country. And uh, one of the um, good things from Dublin is that uh, you can everyone can speak English, different level, of course, but uh, you never, if you speak English, and I suppose that most of people know at least some words, uh, it's easier to communicate and to make friends instead, for example, in Italy, or I suppose, uh, for example, Berlin or Spain, if you don't speak uh, the Italian, uh, German, French, you are quite uh, an outlier. Mm. Because uh, most of the people, uh, of course, want to speak uh, the the national language. Yeah, that's why, for example, I I know uh, many people uh, that live in Italy. They are international and they start to learn Italian and they want to speak Italian. Yeah, because uh, in this way they can speak with anyone. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah. for me, it is, was easier came here because I know, uh, I know English. I did all my master in English. Wow. Well, that's impressive because to do, to get to that level of English in Italy without really, I mean, you probably did a language exchange or something when you were younger. I don't know. Um, but I always say it's, it's, it, for me anyway, it's easier to, I definitely wouldn't have been able to speak Spanish if I didn't go to Spain. That is 140 million percent true for me because I tried to go to classes and so it just didn't work. I couldn't do it. Even though I used to be a teacher of languages, I couldn't sit in a classroom as a student. I just got too bored. Um, so I, for, I think that's impressive that you were able to get that, that level of English just in, in Italy. But I also think, just sorry to interrupt you, um, the level of English in Italy has improved a lot. Um, I know most Italians will say, oh, we speak English so badly. Is like, not anymore. Maybe the older generations, but the younger generations that I've spoken to recently, in the last, say, five years, even having taught some teenagers who were coming over, I was, like, I was shocked by how good like, they could speak English, like, like whatever they wanted, you know, it was amazing. Um, so I think there's been a big difference in the education system there. I think yes, and also like all um, um, generation have maybe the barrier of, for example, the flight of the culture and are more static. Our generation is dynamic, we are more open, not only like with language, but also, for example, like equality. Mm. So, I mean, you have to, to know at least English, but it's important also that it's, I, li I really like speaking English and other language because uh, when uh, like, uh, you know, just one thinks, the best is uh, the one. When you like have a lot of possibility, a lot of language, you can choose what you want. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It makes a huge difference to, to your life. Um, Claudia, it's, it's been such a pleasure talking to you and, and kind of getting to know you. Um, my idea is to try and keep this podcast going for as long as I, I'd love to do this for until I'm 75 years old. So <laughs> maybe by 76, uh, we'll see. Um, but it would be really cool and interesting to, to talk to you maybe in one year or two years after you've had more experiences here. And also maybe you're thinking of going to Italy or you're thinking of going to another place and to kind of get a summary and an idea of we can compare this episode to your experiences uh, in, in one or two years time would be would be really, really cool. Yes, so, um, of course. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, you'll drink Guinness by that time. And if you don't, then you try. haven't had a really authentic experience. <laughs> I will try. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Claudia. And thanks, Monica, for doing the recording in the background. Nice. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.